0: Let me tell you something. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. How good is that? Too convenient, right? Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Anchor, check it out. What's up, everybody? This is Les Talk with Mr. Jones here. I know it's been a while, but it's been a lot going on. The end of my year has been amazing in a good and bad way. Um,. I didn't take my health seriously, and I waited and lived a lie, wasn't responsible, and everything just kind of came falling down. I got admitted to the hospital December the 6th with cellulitis, acute kidney injury, irritable bowel syndrome anemia and uh, GERD which causes the acid that's in your stomach to fall out of your stomach and go up into your esophagus which led to really horrible hiccups and lots of throwing up um I stayed in the hospital for about maybe 30 days then went to rehab for like another 15 and It was something else, I've never been through it. And I think if I would've took my health more serious and went to the doctor like I was supposed to, had better eating habits and just better lifestyle habits and didn't hide from my family because of how ashamed I was of myself, I think things would've went a lot better. But, you know, I definitely take, uh, yeah, that was on me. I wasn't serious about my health. I thought it was just like one of them situations where it couldn't happen to me and I almost and that led to me almost dying. Um, I'll never forget like those were some of the longest days in my life. My family would come see me but the hardest part of them coming to see me was when they left. Um, I never felt so defeated and so depressed in my life. I was at Wellspan York Hospital, right? it's in York, PA. Um, those nurses I dealt with that dealt with me on, I was on the fourth floor of uh, Fort four West. They were amazing. I know I talked their heads off but I think if it wasn't for me talking their heads off and kind of just thinking to myself and praying that night when I was by myself I probably wouldn't have made it through. It's not an experience that I would wish on anybody but I'll tell you that When you are putting a lot of junk in your body And you kind of just living carefree And you think that You're I guess exempt from The craziness happening to you That's definitely not what's happening That's not how it's gonna work Cause your body can only take so much As they say you take care of your body Your body will take care of you And yeah You know you don't know what's brewing inside you and you think it's all you think you're good to go one day you could just collapse and die straight up and if you got family and you got loved ones then that's definitely not that's not what you want you want to take care of yourself you know just go walk walking and minimal exercise but just doing it on a consistent basis you know you can count your daily activity in your house Because that does mean something, but I feel like if you do at least 20 minutes of exercise a day, working on your top half and your bottom half. I mean, I'm I'm no personal trainer, but just that little bit of exercise a day, that 20 minutes a day on a consistent basis, including Sunday, it'll help you out. You know, the hospital kind of helped me with my eating habits because I think the latest they serve dinner was it like 6 p.m and that was a uh, that was every day monday through sunday so you know i just had to um i got used to like eating at those times so like i just every I, all, all that i brought home physical therapy everything you know in the hospital i lost 115 pounds and uh of course I definitely have more work to do, but it was good to see that like I can actually lose weight because I felt like I couldn't. But now I see that it's happening, you know, it's just from exercise and then just no late eating or overindulging or anything like that. That is uh that helped me out a lot, man. You know, I, I even told my wife stop coming to visit me because it was too difficult to watch her leave. And granted. She wasn't trying to hear any of that because she was going to come visit me regardless. But, you know, I had to spend Christmas and my birthday and New Year's in the hospital. And uh, that's just that's a road I never want to go down again. You know, so I felt I was I was forced to change, but I welcomed I welcomed it because I've never felt, you know, I've never felt better than how I feel now, like, I feel amazing, you know, I haven't missed a day of exercise in two whole months now, like, not one day, you know, I'm getting out, walking, I'm moving around, you know, um, I'm really just taking better care of myself, and I can honestly say to the people who listen to my podcast that, like, you know, definitely, man, like, you know, definitely you got to you got to go to your doctor, go see your doctor because, and I ain't saying go and like, get a, take a whole bunch of medicine and stuff like that or, you know, just like go crazy with it. But just go see your doctor, get a checkup, have them listen to your lungs and your heart, get some blood work done, see what's going on inside you so that you can catch it early and it doesn't become an issue. Because like when they told me I was anemic and I had all these IVs in me and you know, I was getting poked every day for blood work to be done, and then I, from sitting down too long in the hospital bed, I kind of I developed a blood clot, and I'm taking blood thinners now to get rid of that. And exercising, you know, and I recovered pretty well, pretty fast because you know I'm still young. You know, I'm 30, you know they told me you know they they said they said they said 35 is still young. So I was able to recover fast, but you know, you got people that go through this stuff when they're in their fifties, man, and sometimes they don't make it through or like they just, they be in worse shape. Um, you know, when I was in rehab, it was a guy that was in rehab and he lost a the leg. There was another guy that had no use, he couldn't use his left side. You know, I see, there was a lot of things I was saying and there's people who was dealing with health ailments and, and you know, their spirits were up, but I just didn't want to see myself in that situation. So. And you know, I felt like, you know, God was just telling me to just like really like wake up. He made me wake up because I felt like he gave me time to uh, do it myself and he's seen I was loafing. So I felt like he kind of forced me into the situation to be able to where as though like either you're going to get better or you're going to die, you know, and uh, it affects your family when they see you like that. You know, my father, my mother, wife, kids—like it was a, it was a, it was a, t- it was tough. It was tough because they see me like that, and then I knew I, I knew what I had to do, and then, you know, I had to be away from them because, like, my first 10 10-15 days, and at, at at the hospital, man, I was, I almost felt like a prisoner. I wasn't a prisoner, but you know. It's their responsibility to keep you and get you better. You just can't leave, but I've never been confined like that, you know. Uh, for that long, just being, like, in the room by yourself, you know. People come see you, but, you know, at the end of the day, especially at night, you in there by yourself. And um, it was hard to sleep. And uh, I just had to tell myself, like, one day I'm gonna look back at this and be like, I remember when I was in the hospital and that's what's happening now, you know, but those was long nights. And um, like I said, Balspan uh, and York really took care of me. The nurses, all the nurses, that whole squad, you know, um, everybody, everybody. It was so many of them. I remember all their faces, but just not the 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 names. I think it was the Hannah. I think it was the Jen, uh, uh, Amy, uh, Amanda. I know Kelly was the was the boss nurse, and there was so many other ones, man. Like I I just, I'm bad with names, and I do apologize. But everybody on on on, in uh, Four West, they definitely took care of me, and I most certainly appreciate it. You know. it just feel good to be out of that. But sometimes I think back because I always try to look at the, the jars half as not half empty, but half full. And even though I was in the hospital, memories were still created, you know, having good conversations with the, you know, with the staff, leaving my mark, letting you know, because I told myself all they are going to remember me, you know, before I leave. And they did. And they loved me because of how nice I was and how motivated I was. And then, you know, we spent I spent Christmas there my wife and kids and mother and my sisters came to see me. And uh, you know, it, we did, you know, we did gift exchanges inside my hospital room. And uh that was that was a big thing. That was a big thing, but you know, my goal is to definitely do gift exchanges at my house. I got so much to make up for, you know. I, I was like I wanted to decorate the house and do a tree and all that, but I couldn't do that shit because I wasn't healthy. You know, I wanted to do all this, but I wouldn't. I, but I was, but and I think that kind of I thought about all, all that to distract me from the fact that I wasn't healthy. You know, my my I have lymphedema in my left and right leg, and my legs was never wrapped, so it was it was a struggle to. Move around, you know, I can't wrap my left leg, because I'm a blood clot, but I have been, you know, my right leg has been wrapped, and it's going down, and moving around is much easier, you know, um, I used to, you know, I I was taking my son to the bus stop for school, and if I went to the hospital, I would take him, but I would, like, beg my wife, like, you know, if she had to be to work at nine, I would just beg her to take him, because, like, it was just so painful and such a struggle for me to walk just to the end, end of the block because, you know, the lymphedema was, that man, that's nothing. you don't take care of it, it's not going to take care of you, that was, it was hard to move around, you know, and I just used to, I used to dread taking him to the to the bus stop, but then when I was hospitalized and it got taken from me, you know, I just just, I knew I was living a lot. And there's a lot of people out there that, that's, that, you know, It's called believing your own bullshit. You know, you live in a lie. You don't want to see the truth, you know? Some of us can't even look in the mirror because they don't want to look at that, at their reflection. I couldn't, my wife will, you know, will video me and I couldn't look at the videos because I was just ashamed of how I look. And while I was in the hospital, you know, for the first time I was able to, you know, look at the videos because I know that now, I am getting better you know I'm wrapping my leg I'm eating right I'm moving around and the weight's coming off of me you know I got a little because I was was so big and with the weight coming off so fast I got a little loose skin but I'm not even worried about that because I'm just you know the fact that I'm getting that I'm coming down you know that's a a big thing you know and uh, you'd be surprised like people think that you know People with drug issues—it's it, so many different issues out there, and you can live a lie in more ways than one. You know, if you know you ain't healthy and you're not eating right, but you know, or, or and you know you're not taking care of yourself, you can live a lie. I was—I was nasty. I wasn't the nicest person. That's because you know, I had my own inner demons I was fighting with. And I wanted to do a podcast While I was inside the hospital But I was like nah, I just don't think it's their time But I didn't forget anything I went through You know, Cause I don't think you're meant to forget that kind of stuff And um That's what's happening man I'm I'm in a better, better A better spot I seen I was still getting listens man So y'all still was checking us out You know Lady J is at work But you know She's happy I'm home, and uh, I just gotta make it up to her because I know it was a struggle on her being my wife, going through that, seeing her husband go through that. But she always came to see me and everything, and I love her to death for it. And I'm uh, but figure I I'd just go ahead and let you guys know what's going on. Uh, thank you for listening, checking me out on Let's Talk, with right. Jones out.